All right, welcome back to For Right Waves Now. You're getting a double dose of communities today because we've got Mary O'Connell here to talk about her community as well, her number two. Well, I don't know. I don't know which one's number one, which one's number two. But we've got Running on Ice to feature today. It's all about cargo theft. You ever had anything stolen, Anthony, from Never. You? Never? Ne- oh, my identity once. <laughs> There's that. There's another Anthony Smith running <laughs> rampant out there somewhere. It's very few of us, let me tell you. <laughs> Mary, let's talk a little bit about cargo theft because it's a massive industry. The FBI estimates between $3.5 and $10 billion in stolen cargo per year alone in the United States. Why so much stealing? Um, I mean, obviously, other than, you know, free stuff. Um, <laughs> no, there, uh, the whole thing behind cargo staff theft is it's usually not like some guy and his friends are like, I'm going to just go steal off that truck. Like that doesn't usually happen. It's usually a little bit more, I don't want to say high tech, but a little bit more legit than that. Like there are some career criminals who do just go steal stuff, steal stuff off of trucks, uh, rail cars, uh, ports, you name it. If there's freight there, someone's probably going to try and steal it, um, which is not something that literally anyone wants. No one wakes up in the morning and goes, ooh, I think I want to get my cargo stolen today. I think that's <laughs> something that I want to do. And so, Mary, not that you know the, the lifestyle of a cargo theft professional, but are we looking at just that? Because I can only imagine that it can get really intricate. And so are we looking at potentially people that have this plan down pat and they are, you know, almost like veterans and this is what they almost do for a living? Or do you think this is kind of almost like people that, hey, you know, that job we did, you know, eight months ago, you said you're not, you're not doing this again and you're done. Well, we got one more ride. You know, what are we looking at here potentially? <laughs> I think we're somewhere in between... Um, just a guy and an opportunity and the movie Baby Driver. I think we're somewhere in between that. Um, so basically what we're going to see a lot of is um, it's going to be a lot of people who, you know, might have a group or a gang or something like that where they will um, put things together and, you know, they're, they know what's going to be on those trucks. They, whether they have, the, some sort of intelligence on it or whether someone has told them it's really going to be someone who that's their entire profession is it's very professional it's very organized it's going to be like you know the italian job where they go and steal a safe but with cargo free so it's just one of those where it is a professional someone and it's not just a guy sitting there like i'm gonna get on your truck and i'm gonna steal everything no it's much more of a professional thing there's usually multiple people they know what they're doing and they can be in and out and done in five minutes so a lot of cargo theft happens i think it's within like the a 50 mile radius of the cargo's origin point right like if you've got a warehouse and these criminals know like, ah, this is like the Xbox warehouse where the Xboxes are coming out of, right? And they're going to their distribution points. Then they know that like they have the opportunity to target those drivers as soon as they leave that warehouse or that DC. Can you talk a little bit about some strategies that drivers can use to maybe mitigate cargo theft, i.e. not stopping if you're right close to your warehouse? I mean, sometimes stopping close to your warehouse is inevitable. 
like is unavoidable. I mean, whether you have to take a break or whatever that, or like use the restroom, whatever that may be. Um, sometimes that is unavoidable and it's not necessarily always on the driver to, um, help prevent some of those cargo thefts. A lot of it can be done with the shipper. Um, and that's literally just as simple as, you know, there is some technology out there that can say, well, okay, well, we know that X amount of cargo thefts has happened on this road at this time of day. So we're going to schedule trucks, not at that time of time of day where maybe there's a less, like it just lowers the chance that some kind of theft could happen. So really it's just about, um, knowing out like all of the details about it. And that's why some of there's some, actually some really great technology that's come out lately, um, that has been able to kind of monitor the truck and monitor the temperature that the truck is at. So if you have temperature controlled freight, it's going to, um, that, that's going to monitor that, tr- that freight. And then it's also going to monitor that truck for any breaches that might happen as a result of, someone trying to break in and steal it. So some of that technology is great. Obviously the traditional, um, we're going to hire two guys to follow the truck as like an armed escort kind of thing. That's great. But I mean, no one should die for a load of freight. So they've actually started using some drone technology that will follow the truck. And then um, that way they can get a confirmation that that truck was actually broken into. Um, And that way, if someone shoots down a drone, then, well, that means we just have to buy a new drone. It doesn't mean that we have to find a new person or we have to go through that incredible loss. So. Um, they've actually also been able to use drones to relocate some of those stolen, stolen stuff. So like, you know, when they get in the truck, they might only be looking for certain things. And so if they find stuff, they'll ditch it on the side of the road, maybe 10, 20 miles away. Um, they have been able to use drone technology to recover some of that stolen merchandise. That way it can get back to its origin and get, get going. Um, once again, that hopefully it won't be stolen. And Mary, I think that's a great point, really, with technology, because I can only imagine that uh, the process has gotten more intricate and criminals have gotten a little bit more tech savvy as well. We always hear about, of course, transparency, new TMS system, all this stuff in the freight tech world. But do you ever come across freight tech security companies at all? Oh, absolutely. That is quite a... um growing space with the with the passion which i don't love that that has like a growing industry where there's money to be made coming out with all this different technology to avoid or prevent cargo theft don't love that that's becoming popular but unfortunately it is what it is and i don't control the world so um, it will be it is something that is you know the technology is trying to stay one step ahead of those criminals because like you said the the criminals are learning and they are adapting to technology even down to like a frequency jammer or anything like that they um, the the tech companies are having to keep going and keep saying just one step ahead so that way they're still relevant and cargo is still secure and safe because at the end of the day nobody wants to deal with the claim of someone getting their stuff stolen let alone that driver being put in any sort of harm's way. Absolutely. And so for those claims, when cargo theft happens, what does it look like to, I guess, kind of resolve the issue? Does this go to insurance and you have an insurance payout for the amount that the cargo was worth? Do you pay the driver for their time and effort if they've missed, you know, they found out that they got, they got jacked and now they missed their appointment windows and then they missed their next load? How does that kind of work? 
So most of it is handled through insurance. I am in no way, shape, or form a claims specialist. Like, take everything I have with a grain of salt. I am not a claims specialist by any means. Um, But those that are claims specialists are out there doing the Lord's work because I could not do it. Anyway, um, it mostly is handled through insurance. There needs to be proof that it is a valid um, that it is a valid theft and that it did indeed actually happen. You can't just call your insurance and say, "Oh, cargo got stolen." Um, there needs to be some sort of evidence, whether it's pictures of a lock broken or, like I mentioned, that drone footage where they can just submit it to insurance, saying, "Hey, you know, we were vandalized. We were a victim of robbery." can we like, you know, what can we do here? Most of the time there is an insurance payout and that's where some of that technology comes in because the insurance payout, um, if, you know, if they're not, if the insurance isn't paying out all the time, then they're more likely to pay out. But if it's this, the 10th car, the 10th theft they've had this month, like, well, what are you doing? At some point in time, you you can't just keep repeating the same steps and expect something to be different. So at some point in time, that insurance does look at like, okay, well, what kind of technology are you adapting? What kind of, you know, what kind of steps and what kind of precautions are you taking to make sure that maybe this doesn't happen so often? So, um, and now and then it's completely fine and excusable. It's just a little bit of, man, this is happening again. Like you either have super bad luck or like something is, something is going wrong. So, uh, ultimately it does end with an insurance payout, but just like any other time of insurance, if you use it too much, they're going to get suspicious. <laughs> I think you hit on a lot of great points here, Mary. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. As, as Kaylee mentioned earlier, you are involved in quite a few projects here. So real quick, before we let you go, can you tell us when we can find check call and running on ice? Well, as you may know, it is Friday and Friday is running on ice day. You're going to get that sweet, sweet newsletter coming into your inbox at two o'clock and then just stay right there because at two o'clock you can put, you can put the newsletter to the side, but you can watch running on ice right here on Freight Waves TV. Just keep watching Freight Waves now and just keep going till 2 PM. It'll be great. You'll have a good time. We're going to talk about cargo theft and our guest today, Barry Conlon, um, has a fantastic Irish accent and I highly recommend everyone tune in um, because as with every Irish accent, uh, things become tings and it's the greatest thing that ever happened. <laughs> also, Barry is incredibly intelligent and knows just about everything there is to know about cargo theft. Awesome, Mary. Well, thank you for that. We will see you later this afternoon. Right now, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more Freight Waves Now.